Hey, hey, sacred friends, this is Lori Andress, and welcome to Crystal Shaman Life. This podcast is a place for you to press pause on the busyness of your day-to-day life and reconnect with your authentic self to discover your voice of inner wisdom and to become the courageous creator of your adventurous, vibrant, and spirit-filled life. In each episode, we will get raw and real exploring how to bring crystal medicine, ancient spiritual practices, ceremony, ritual, and soulful travel into your everyday life. Grab a cup of tea, light a candle, get cozy, and let's dive in. Hey, hey, hello, my sacred friends. I am Lori Andros, and welcome to this episode of the Crystal Shaman Life Podcast. Hey, I'm so excited to connect with you today. Um, It's kind of a cool, rainy fall day here in Wisconsin, and I've got my room dimly lit. The curtains are pulled. It's better for sound. Um, And I've just got candles burning, and I just feel this like coziness of being called within. Fall has this really great way of inviting us to just slow down, to find a little bit different rhythm and pace in our lives, one that is supportive of the well-being of our body and our emotions and our ideas and creativity. And in the fall, you know, we're really letting go, right? So today what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about three things. One, we're going to talk about how to create relationship with Mother Earth. We're going to talk about the Petoskey Stone because that has shown up. And uh, I want to share some little insights and tidbits from my recent couple days on the road. All right, so let's dive in. We're going to talk about Well, actually, first, I'm going to fill you in on my little road trip. So I I took a road trip out to Syracuse, New York uh, this past week or weekend and um, taught some crystal shaman Reiki classes at Armory Massage. Great experience. So much fun. Oh, my gosh. If you live in that area or you pass through that area, go and get a massage from one of the ladies there. Oh, my goodness absolutely amazing. And seriously, just a dynamic group of individuals and um, really great team and just truly an honor to be there and to be able to share um, with them and to connect with them and grow with them and um, beautiful, beautiful weekend experience. So a little side note there. (laughs) But the next thing I really want to share is... um, you know, the, the road trip out there was really beautiful. I knew that I was going out there. I knew um, that I wanted to spend a little time on the western side of Michigan, um, on the eastern shores of Lake Michigan. Um, I live in northeast Wisconsin, so I'm always on the west west side of Lake Michigan. And the um, the lake is very different from one side to the other. Um and it, they have there's different stones there's it, there's just different energy different feel um, different sand deposits you know the whole thing like geologically it's different because of the way the water moves the rhythm of um, the water flow and I've been wanting to do this for quite some time so I thought this would be a great opportunity to spend a little time on the on the lake so I booked a campsite. Um, at Petoskey State Park, if anyone's ever stayed there. Uh, beautiful. Wow. And those of you who live over there, oh my goodness, talk about a beautiful, beautiful area. Um, I booked 
a couple nights at Petoskey State Park and camped there and um, and spent some time connecting with with obviously the Petoskey Stone and the water and um, and just being there. But the thing that was really interesting to me is that I got a cold right before I left. And I found that really curious because that's not, it's just not typical for me to get a cold. Um, and if I do, you know, it's usually that I, I need to slow down a little bit. I need to take better care of my body and nurture it a little bit more. And that's how I took this, this cold. I was like, all right, well, I guess I need to slow down a little bit, spend some time in nature, be calm, you know, like just be calm, right? Spend time outside. And uh, there were so many messages that came forward to support that. And it actually, this this theme of slowing down and reconnecting with Mother Earth and how to do that became almost a theme for the entire journey. So that's what we're going to talk about as we get into how can you create relationship with Mother Earth and, um, and talk about some of the wisdom that the Petoskey Stone shared. So something I've been observing a lot um, within clients, within uh, kind of just culturally right now is this thing, this um, this place where people seem to be in chronic fight or flight. And it's so unconscious. It's this unconscious state of hypervigilance, over, um, over, uh, over awareness, like being super uh, on all the time. And I really think that one of the greatest contributors to that is our constant connection with um, digital products, whether it's the computer or as I'm sitting here in front of the computer, uh, the computer or our phones or our iPads or whatever digital device we are hooked to <laughs> or connected with all the time. Now, you know, we all have our own um, way of managing that and, and being uh, connected to social media and connected with, you know, being available. And um, But there's this energy uh, that happens with that where there's a, the expectation of immediate response. And um, and this expectation that if we, and whether it's real or imagined, you know, this can be both because often this is an imagined reality, you know, one that we create for ourselves. We have this imagined reality that um, if someone sends this message, we need to immediately respond. And what happens is we create chaos, right? So whatever we're in the middle of, if we, we move to, um, immediately respond, we disrupt whatever we're doing, right? And if we don't move to immediately respond, there's kind of this little nagging happening in the back, like this little story that starts to run like, oh, I can't believe that I just got this text right now. Do I have to deal with this? I'm gonna have to deal with this later. Shoot, I'm in the middle of this, I have to stay right here. You know, you can, you get the story, right? We all have our own story, it all pops up, right? But what happens is it's creating all of this fragmented energy and distraction energy. And we're not in fully present in the things that are most important to us. We're not able to be in the place of pause. You know, this happens with television. It happens with, um, you know, even, you know, watching things on Netflix. Big fan of binging on, you know, old episodes of some of my favorite shows. But it does create another layer of distraction. So all the things that are in our environment that are creating excess stimulation. And we can even bring this down to things like our, um, 
<laughs> like our beloved crystals, um, our beloved essential oils, yeah, and, um, and so many other things that we know are good for us in moderation. And at the same time, when we're excessive with them, um, we became we become over overwhelmed and overloaded and and uh, yeah distracted and we have chaotic energy and our our energy begins to feel fragmented. Now this is something that shamanically I I notice um, through the fight or flight. I notice that people are in this chronic fight or flight. It creates chaos. It creates overwhelm. It creates distraction and it creates disease. And it's very fascinating to watch. And, um, and it was really fascinating how my own body was asking me to slow down on this last trip. So, so let's dive into, you know, how is it that we disengage this fight or flight? How do we connect with Mother Earth? And so really the way we disengage that fight or flight, there's a lot of different techniques, a lot of different practices, um, and we're going to keep it super simple in here. If you are someone who really wants to know how to support other people in doing this and diving into it, join me for Crystal Shaman School. This is a big part of um, our pro the program and a part the, a big part of the first section of the program. So we'll be doing this right away. Um, but basically, you know, resetting our fight or flight happens by slowing down, by connecting with Mother Earth. And Mother Earth has so much to share with us. And one of the questions I often get is like, how do I really create a relationship with Mother Earth? How do I get to know her? And what are some ways that I can do that? So one of the things I want to share with you is actually a little embedded in a story. But years ago, when I started taking, um, study, started studying shamanism, I was finding myself uh, needing to write the phrase Mother Earth a lot. Mother Earth, Mother Earth, Mother Earth, and I was like, okay, this is a lot. This is this this gets really long, right? And you know, like if it's showing up every you know couple sentences, and so I was like, okay, I need to abbreviate this. So I started abbreviating it with a capital M, capital E, and then a friend looked at my notes and she's like, hey, why do you have me written all over in your notes? And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, well, it's all over, you know, me, this, me, that. What is that? Connect with me. What does that mean? And I, so I looked at it and I go, no, 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 that's Mother Earth. Connect with Mother Earth. But what happened when she said it, because she was looking at it with outside eyes, was that I heard Mother Earth say, connect with me. There was this massive shift in consciousness. Mother Earth. Earth went from being Mother Earth to an actual being. Like it was like it shifted. And it's not that it had, I hadn't regarded her in that way before, but it was like something so deep within me felt her, felt Mother Earth, felt her presence, heard her voice, um, attuned to this new potential and possibility in relating to her. And that struck me. That just like really made me step back and go, wow, wow. What if I connect with her? What if I listen to that voice that says connect with me rather than connect with Mother Earth, this external thing? What if I hear that voice and I respond to it? What if, how can I respond to that? 
So this is where this really started to like deepen this desire to understand what did it what does it really mean to connect with Mother Earth. So the thing that we really need to do is spend time in nature. I know I say this all the time, and you will probably hear it from me many many times again. But you know I'm a kid who was raised in the country. Um, I grew up like my parents grew their own food, you know, like lots and lots of stuff. Like I, I, grew, I had a good relationship with nature, with Mother Earth, um, but it really shifted exponentially as I stepped into my the shamanic path and began to really regard her as as her, as this this great sacred place that we have an opportunity to live. I began observing nature differently. I began to become present in nature differently. So I invite you to whatever your relationship is with earth right now, to begin to observe and be present in nature differently, to experience her with all of your senses, to notice what birds are active in the sky above you, what is moving around at your feet? What plants are in bloom? What plants are coming to the end of their cycle? Which ones are ready to be harvested? What do they smell like when they're ready to be harvested? Is that smell different than earlier in the season? Um, what scents do you smell in the air? What scents do you notice every time you walk into a particular woods? There are things that, there are ways that Mother Earth shares and speaks to us, speaks with us, and that is through our senses. And when we begin to open up and, and allow ourselves to be fully open, fully experienced with all of our senses, we have an entirely new relationship that begins to develop with the world around us and with Mother Earth herself. Okay, so the next next thing that I have here listed down is to do a bit of drumming. Yes, 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 I just really love drumming. One of the things that happens when we drum is that um, it really resets our rhythm to the rhythm of the earth. It aligns us with that. It, it creates the synchronicity and supports us in really connecting in with that rhythm. And, you know, you might not be really called to, you know, the typical just boom, 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 boom rhythm. Maybe you feel called to have some other, you know, instrumentation and stuff with it. Um, and maybe there's, you know, different types of drumming music that, that calls to you. But let yourself begin to find a rhythm that supports you in like really activating your roots, creating that connection with Mother Earth feeling that rhythm, feeling her cycle, feeling how she moves and letting her move through you. Um, I think, you know, some of my my favorite kind of shamanic flavored um, drumming musics are Anagama and um, Dave and Steve Gordon. They have some great stuff. There's many, many others. So let yourself just kind of start to play around and look for a sound that is um, really aligned for you and, and brings you into a place of harmony. Okay, the next is to begin to connect with or attune to turtle wisdom. Now, turtle has been showing up all 
over the place this summer <laughs> for me personally with my friends um i see it on social media a lot uh it's it's really wild to me how frequently turtle has been showing up and i think this is amazing um turtle itself represents mother earth it's a representation of the mother earth and um it's really it's a great um animal medicine um, guide for just slowing our pace down, beginning to create awareness around where we have become too busy and hectic and have created chaos in our lives. Um, it asks us to take time for ourselves and to be um, to slow down so that we can really see what's happening around us and be fully present with the opportunities in front of us. This is a really big one. So often we miss opportunities. We miss our next step because of all the things that are going on. And, um, and you know, I really believe that things show up again when, you know, when we are able to be present. But, but I think I really feel like right now Turtle is inviting us to slow down and just really be present with what is around us, what is unfolding, and, and what is our unique role within that? How can we support the world? How can we hold space for the world's evolution and, and what's coming next? How can we create that safe sanctuary space? Turtle holds its own, you know, home on its back. It's always within safe and sacred space. It's always within a protected space. So how can we walk and live our lives knowing our deep connection to Mother Earth, being belly to belly to her, and knowing that we are always safe and taken care of by her, that she provides everything we need. Okay, so with that, we are going to talk about the message of Petoskey Stone. Yeah, Petoskey Stone. I love this stone. Have you ever held one in your hand or seen one? You know, photos, I don't think quite do um, do justice to actually holding one and experiencing it or picking one up on the beach and just being in the presence of literally, you know, hundreds to thousands of them. They literally lined the beach. I was actually in awe um, of how many stones are right there on the beach. And, you know, I think part of that is because it is a protected area, right? And um, not a space that you're, you're supposed to take them from, right? So that helps with keeping, you know, lots of them on the beach. But I, I really didn't imagine that when I got there, I would literally walk down to the beach and just find myself so overwhelmed by how many are there. I thought I would be, I was I was really hoping I'd find a great one to take a photo of, and I thought I would be really hunting for that right one to take a photo of. I really thought it was going to be tricky and challenging, and nope, uh-uh. <laughs> they just showed up in abundance, and they made it super easy for me to capture a really great photo of Petoskey Stone. Okay, so Petoskey Stone is like a turtle. Have you, If you look at it, it looks like a turtle shell. It's the stone itself, the matrix of the stone, um, which it's an old fossil, right? It's a fossil and um, it has a really unique pattern uh, and it's a fossil of a coral. And so this coral pattern is just really beauty, beautiful and it has um, very much a turtle shell-like pattern. And um, it 
is a stone that really invokes that energy of turtle medicine. It has a promise for what is yet to come, a promise of what is possible in our lives. And it invites us to really trust in divine timing, to find flow that is, to find a flow that's our own, to um, find a new level of discernment around what is destined to be versus what is wishful thinking. And with this, um, when I when I was picking up and holding them, the quote that came to mind was an old Christopher Reeve quote that I just love. And that quote is, so many of our dreams at first seem impossible, and then they seem improbable. And then when we summon the will, they soon become inevitable. So I ask you, what are those dreams for you? What are the dreams that are wanting and ready to shift from impossible to improbable to inevitable? Which dreams are eagerly awaiting you to say yes to your next right step? Stepping forward, bringing, um, taking action that supports shifting from impossible to improbable to inevitable because it's the guided, supported action that comes forward. And that is a part of our relationship with the beautiful Mother Earth. Mm, that is what I have to share with you today. Ah, so with that, just a loving and gentle reminder that enrollment for the Crystal Shaman School Shamanic Initiation Journey is now open, and I would love for you to join me. So if you've been feeling called to step into a shamanic path, um, I'd love for you to join me in this 12-month program. Um, it's a virtual program, begins November 2nd, uh, runs for a year. You can learn more about that at crystalshamanschool.com, or if you want to download our Crystal Shaman School guidebook, um, head on over to laurieandrus.com forward slash CSS hyphen guidebook. I'll put both of those links in the show notes um, so that you can just copy and paste them over. Uh, but if this is something that you are ready to step into, I would love for you to join us. And with that, I'm actually going to close this call, this uh, episode today <laughs> with a little drumming to support you in just really reconnecting with Mother Earth and, um, and just really creating that anchored energy. Wishing you a beautiful day. Shine brightly, my friends.